broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Vitades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the midweek edition here on Wednesday night here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM on the web at nashfm1061.com. Our tuning app available for you to listen anywhere in the world via iHeart. Of course, you can always get us at home. Just tell Alexa to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 106.1 FM. You can also listen back to the show. Our podcasts are available every day through crescentcitysports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on podcast to listen back to the show or to listen to what you may have enjoyed and want to hear again. And you can also check us out via email. Just email me at ken at crescentcitysports.com. That's ken at crescentcitysports.com. Number of the call is 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 if you'd like to participate in the conversation. Much to get into tonight, but of course the primary focus will be on the NFL draft, which starts tomorrow on Thursday with the opening round and of course a three-day process. And we shall see exactly where this ends up with regard to the New Orleans Saints because there's so many thoughts that go into this about what they might do, how they might do it, and when they might do it. Joining us to talk about that is a busy man these days, our good and great friend, draft analyst Al Dupuy. So many years of Draft Day Report, of course, at CrescentCitySports.com. Al, it's always a pleasure. How you doing, buddy? Good, fine. Doing good. Uh, nice to talk to you again, Ken. Always a pleasure. All right, so we're looking at the Saints draft. Everybody focuses on the first round, and we'll get into that. But the fact of the matter is they have pretty good equity in this draft. they got a first-round pick, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, two in the fifth round, and two in the seventh round. So that's eight draft picks. Yeah, eight picks. And they're, they're not going to make all of those picks. I feel certain that's true. Do you share, you share that sentiment? Well, they have a history of trading up, you know, but – uh, you know, it remains to be seen. It, it would shock people, I guess, if they decided to trade down because they are picking 29th, which is low in the first round. So if you did trade down, you would probably uh, figure that the 29th pick is almost like a number, uh, second round pick anyway. But I don't look for them to do that. 
what they usually do is they target a guy they really want and they try to trade up to get him. I think the guy that they really like is Kajara Kansi from Pittsburgh, who is a defensive tackle, but he's like 6'1", 285 pounds, which is a little light for a defensive tackle. However, he can also project to the defensive end position. And I think that's in that uh, and would like to get. The problem is uh, I have him going somewhere in the middle of, of the first round, like, uh, you know, 17, 18, maybe something like that to the Lions or the Steelers. So it would be a, a pretty hard job to trade that far up from 29 and not give up a lot of your draft capital but if they really want this guy uh there's been uh, a history of they gave up number one this year to get uh the wide receiver that they really coveted last year so uh it could happen again but the, the reason i think they like Cansey is because he's so versatile uh, he's he's small for a tackle, but he's so quick and so fast and can rush from the inside. And I think that's that's a kind of guy they're really looking for. And he could also project to the defensive end spot. He's about six one two eighty five, but he ran like a four six seven forty. So he's fast. He's a fast uh, lineman. He can rush the passer from the inside as well. And he's got a really quick first step, very quick off the ball, very explosive. Uh, the only knock, I guess, would be that he lacks ideal size for a defensive tackle. But uh, I think with his quickness, he can negate that. The other guy that I like, and I, I, I think the reason I like him is – I think he's going to be there around the 29th pick, and he's more of a nose tackle type run stuffer, Mozzie Smith from Michigan. That's who I projected in my mock draft. And the reason for that is I think that he's going to get picked right around that area, and I think he he has the uh, intangibles and the, the size and all that the Saints covered. He's 6'3", 335 pounds, and he would really be a run stuffer in the middle, which would let the linebackers make a lot of plays. So I think uh, that would they'd really, even though they picked up a couple of players in free agency at the defensive tackle position, they're pretty thin there with the guys that left. Malcolm Roach is the only guy that's uh remained that was on the team last year that's really been a uh some a part-time starter so they have to do something at at the defensive line position and i think they'll project they'll go after that uh, very early in this draft realistically how many guys are surefire number one picks this year is it 20 is it 25 is there a number that I, I it cuts off about at? 20 Ken. yeah yeah about 20 mm-hmm. uh and you know when you say but look look the saints have done well with second round picks with third round picks and and some other teams as well but uh i think that uh even though they may be 20 sure first round guys you're going to get a lot of talented players the deep uh, positions in this draft 
is the defensive line, which should help the Saints. And probably the deepest position, which they may not even need, is the cornerback. They have maybe four or five cornerbacks going to go in round one. Uh, but I think the, the Saints wouldn't rule out them taking a cornerback somewhere. But uh, they're pretty deep there with some young players, with Lattimore, with Debo, uh, Taylor, uh, Alonze Taylor. Uh, they even have Roby back. So that's not a real need, but uh, you, you can't have enough good corners, I guess. So, uh, And that being such a deep position, you, you can't rule out somewhere in the uh, early picks, if not the first round, that they could look at a corner. But uh, I think they have to get sure up that defensive line first and foremost. The most interesting position in this whole draft and the craziest is the quarterback position. I mean, you're hearing, uh, first of all, Will Levis from Kentucky is the, the most interesting uh, player I think I've seen in a draft in, in recent years. First of all, he was dropping out of the first round completely. Everybody was writing him off. He had bad interviews. Now I've seen mock drafts where he's going number one. So this is really crazy. Uh, I, I think the guy is, uh, he's not one of my favorites. I, I you know, I, I heard his interviews were suspect, but uh, he does have a, a, a cannon for an arm. Uh, he can run. He's 6'3", 230. He played against some pretty good SEC competition. And uh, it wouldn't shock me if he goes pretty high, but I can't see. Uh, I, I, I think that he would go somewhere in the middle of round one. I had him going to the Seahawks, like number 20. And I've seen mock drafts now, uh, yesterday and today, where he – could even be the first pick in the draft. Now, I'm not buying into that, but uh, that's crazy to, the way this guy's gone up and down the boards. Well, it's really liar's poker at this stage, isn't it? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure is. Uh, Hendon Hooker's another one. You know, that's another one. He was out of the first round. Uh, he's got the knee problem. He's 25 years old. This guy is a really good quarterback, in my opinion. And what would happen if he is there at 29? I think it would be kind of hard, even though the Saints don't have a real need there, to pass up, which I think is going to be a franchise quarterback uh, as soon as he gets healthy, which he, he claims he'll be healthy for training camp. So, But uh, I don't know if he'll even – now I don't know if he'll even make it to 29. First of all, he was going to be out of the first round. Now uh, mock drafts having – you know, going much higher. So, uh, but if, it would be interesting if he's there at 29, would they just pass this guy up? So I know they like him, but uh, I, I was watching a show the other day with Archie Manning on, and Archie's in love with this guy. He thinks he's a great person, a, a, a talented quarterback, and he was at the Manning uh, Passing Academy, and uh, he just loves that guy. So uh, I, I don't know. He's got a lot of uh, people that like him. I don't think he'll make it even to 29 if he's it does go in the first round. But that, it's, it's very interesting, this quarterback position. And then you have C.J. Stout, 
from Ohio State who did pretty, they have this new test. It used to be the Wonderlick test. Uh, now they have a new test, and he did very poorly on that test. But I don't think that's going to drop him much or at all. I still think Bryce Young's probably the best uh, quarterback in this draft, but then he lacks ideal size being at five foot ten. So, but the quarterback position is going to be very interesting at the top of round one. Very much so. We're visiting with Al Dupuy of Crescent City Sports. Another position that I just think the Saints have to invest in in this draft is running back. With Jamal Williams right. on hand, with Kamara certainly likely to be out, all you have otherwise is Eno Benjamin and Dwayne Washington, a special teams right. player. All right, so mm-hmm. you believe the Saints will invest in a running back, and if so, what are some possibilities oh, yeah. there? I think I don't know if it'll be in. I think the only running back that may go in the first round is is Bajan Robinson from Texas, and uh, he's going to go, uh, you know, in the mid, maybe the middle or the top of the first round. Having gone to the Eagles of all teams, but because they had the Saints pick at number ten, but uh, he's the best back in this draft. But they have another one that's. Uh, almost equally as good as the Gibbs from Alabama. He went to the combine and ran a four three six. Uh, he's not big. He's five eleven, right at two hundred pounds. But he's very athletic and explosive, and he's got a really good burst, a short area burst, and a high energy runner. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, so he's going to be. If he doesn't go at the bottom of round one, he'll go pretty early in round two. But another guy, if they don't get to pick in either one of those, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA is a back I really like. They, they could use a big back. His experience, he's a, an experienced senior. Uh, he's 6'1", 220 pounds, ran a four five six for a 220-pound guy. That's pretty good. He runs low, keeps his pads low, and uh, I think that he's an improving blocker and an improving pass catcher. Uh, he has uh, really quick feet. He, can, he has enough bounce to get outside. So even though he's not really explosive, he's a good power back and he's got enough uh, speed to, to take it to the house if he gets an opening. So... Uh, but this is a guy that won't back down from a tackle, and he'll run over people. So that's another one that uh, they're probably going to look at. And I would say if you're going to get him, you're going to probably have to do it uh, in round two because uh, as an outside chance, he'd make it to round three. But if they really want him, I wouldn't take that chance. Saints love to invest in big men early in the draft. They have a a clear pattern of doing so. You already talked about defensive tackles. Offensive linemen, in particular guard, because at tackle, they invested in Penning. They've got Ramchek. But at guard, Pete's basically in the last year of his deal. Ruiz will be approaching that soon as well. Do you see the Saints looking at a guard in this draft early on? Sure, I do. Yeah, definitely. Cody Marsh from North Dakota State, 6'6", 300 pounds. Osiris Torrance from Florida, uh, two guys I'm sure they're looking at. Uh, and I think the, the top one, Sorensky from Northwestern, will be gone. But the other two is an outside chance to be there when the Saints pick. 
So, uh, yeah, I think that definitely uh, they're going to look at a, at a guard, or if if not, they're going to look at a defensive tackle that can also play and project to the guard position. So you have a couple of those types of uh, players in this draft as well. Uh, some of the tackles that, that may be there would be Darnell Wright from Tennessee, and he's a versatile guy. He did he a lot of blocking for Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee. Uh, Broderick Jones is probably the best guard slash tackle in the draft. From uh, He's from uh, Georgia, 315-pound guy. However, he won't be there when the Saints pick. Uh, I think that they have a history, like I said, of trading up. But they, if you, you can't trade up too high or else you lose too many of your picks because it's expensive you can go one or two or three play uh spots up maybe if you see a guy's going to slide to you uh a defensive end kelly on white from georgia tech is going to go in the neighborhood of where the saints pick he's a very good defensive end who can rush the passer but he he's projected as a top second round pick but he could slide to the bottom of round one where the Saints pick. So if they really like this guy, and I think they do, uh, what if he's still there? Uh, you know, they could grab him, but if he doesn't, if he's in round two and they decide to take somebody else, they could also take a chance on him lasting to the top of second round but he's an excellent uh, football player and I think that uh, I know that they like him another position of interest would be linebacker we know about Demario Davis we know about Pete Warner but not much after that uh, at least from the standpoint of proven ability uh, would the Saints look at a linebacker right. if so what might be there for uh, them you know, I don't see it. Uh, I don't think they're thin at linebacker. I mean, of course, if you get injuries there, you have some really, you have your young linebackers and you have Demario Davis. Pete Warner, of course, has uh, had a really good year. He's one of the best picks they made last year. Uh, he did get a few nicks, but uh, Zach Braun's still there. Andrew Dial's still there. They did lose Ellis, which is a big loss. I think he was having a really good year last year. And, of course, they still have Demario Davis. But it wouldn't surprise me if they go somewhere and, and take a, a linebacker. <clears throat> Trenton Simpson is a first-round linebacker from Clemson, but I don't think they would move up or anything to get him. Uh, <clears throat> Uzama is a defensive end slash linebacker. He's pick six from Kansas State. Now, he's an, a, an imposing linebacker who can also play defensive end and rush the passer. Uh, he, he's, he had eight and a half sacks last year, so he's been very productive. And that's another thing uh, I look at and I hope the Saints look at. You know, I don't like these players that, uh, first of all, have had injury problems. Uh, and they have a history of, you know, drafting some like, like a, a lot of mocks have the Saints taking Brian Brisey, the mm -hmm. defensive tackle from Clemson. But 
I'm a leery about him because he's had a history of injury problems in college. ACL. I mean, he's healthy right now. But when you pick a player that's been injured, he's probably going to be injured in the pro game as well. Uh, and I think that I would try to stay away from that because of the problems they've had. Peyton Turner last year, the, I mean, the mm. first round pick that they made right. is, is a perfect example. He yep. can play, he can make plays, but he's always injured. Yep. And if you're injured in college, it's going to be the same thing. In the yeah, past. it's kind of a predictor or an indicator. Al Dupuy is with us. We're talking about the draft. We want to do one more brief segment with Al about LSU two-lane players that might be drafted and any Louisiana products. Okay. We'll do that next year after this brief timeout as we continue on in just a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and on the web at NashFM1061.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. If something happened to you, what would happen to your family? Would they lose their home, their life savings? What about your kids' education? You need life insurance. Call SelectQuote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on the term life insurance you need to protect your family. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Select Quote, you can get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right, get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. 
Call Select Quote at 1 800 212 1166. That's 1 800 212 1166. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant same day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1 800 212 1166. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllStateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. In the NBA playoffs, Atlanta surprised the Celtics 119-117 in Boston. Trey Young 38, including a game-winning three-pointer with under three seconds left. Denver advanced to the Western Conference semis, hedging Minnesota 112-109 to win the series 4-1. Phoenix also advanced to the Western semis with a 136-130 win over the Clippers. The Suns and Nuggets will meet in the semifinals. Paulo Bancaro of Orlando, the NBA Rookie of the Year. College baseball, Nichols went to Baton Rouge and upset number one LSU 6-5, the second midweek loss for the Tigers in as many weeks. The Colonels with two in the ninth, LSU won in the bottom of the ninth, had the bases loaded, but hit into a double play. Tulane gave up three in the ninth inning and lost to Southern Miss 11-10. The news better for UNO, the privateers held off a late rally by South Alabama to win 6-5 in Mobile. The NFL draft round one is a day away. New Orleans has eight picks overall. The Saints have the 29th overall pick in the first round. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show. Ken Trahan with you on this Wednesday night. Al Dupuy with us for a little bit longer just to talk about in-state products. And we'll start with LSU and Tulane products that could be drafted or will be drafted, and and how good are these prospects? Let's start with LSU, Al. Just the guys well, at LSU that probably figured to go. The best prospect for LSU is Anthony Bradford, who is an offensive guard. Okay, a need for the Saints. He's six four, but the problem is he's three hundred and thirty eight pounds, and he looks fat. <laughs> he looks out of shape. Uh, the guy can play, however. If he can get himself in shape, I think he could be a, a fairly high pick, probably second round. Uh, and he may be LSU's best prospect. He's a very good offensive guard. B.J. Ozzolari is another one defensive end. And he is a guy that can rush the passer. And some uh, mocks had him going bottom of round one. I think he's more of a top round two projection. He's 6'3", but he's 247 pounds, 
which is linebacker size, but he's playing defensive end. If he can bulk up and get a little stronger, he could really be a force because he has the quickness to rush the passer, and that's so important. The most interesting and weirdest guy is is Butte, uh, the wide receiver. Keyshawn is, you know, a year before last, he was a high first-round projection. And now, I don't know, he may not go into a middle of the draft somewhere i don't know exactly what happened to this guy whether it's a mental thing or what but he 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 graded very poorly at the combine he didn't run well and he had outstanding speed early in his uh, college career so he's one to watch but i don't know exactly why uh, he fell off the map so badly uh, roy a defensive tackle is a good player, and he's going to be a, a guy that the Saints may even look at, not in the first round, I don't think, although they, I did see a couple of uh, mocks had him down at the bottom of the first round. I think he's a second-round pick, maybe the middle of the second round, but he's a, he's a pretty good defensive tackle from LSU. Jay Ward is a safety. It's a very bad year for safeties. It's the probably the weakest position in this draft but jay ward's a pretty good player from lsu and uh that uh, gay another uh, defensive end ali gay is is a guy that will get drafted he's six six got a lot of wingspan and long arms 260 pounds and runs pretty well for a big guy four four seven five so that's another LSU guy. As far as Tulane goes, the big player is Dorian Williams, the linebacker. Uh, he's six one two twenty eight, ran a four four nine. So he makes sideline to sideline plays, and uh, he's going to be uh, drafted pretty pretty high too. So I think that's the locals that'll that'll go fairly high in this draft. <laughs> Ty J. Spears, of course, has garnered a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. Had a really, that, had a really good Spears. Senior Bowl week, too. I think so. that, uh, that, you know, a lot of Saint fans want the Saints to jump on this guy. Uh, I think he's a third-round uh, projection, and he's a really good back. I mean, he he's not uh, really big. He's not overly fast. He's just a, an instinctive back that can make tacklers miss. Uh, he... he He's very gutsy. He's tough. And I think he's going to be a really good back in the NFL. And I wouldn't mind seeing the Saints jump on him. If he's there in round three, uh, I would sure like to see him get him. But uh, he may go in the middle of round three or the bottom of round two. He's a, he's a good back, very good player. Yeah, I mean, he's versatile. He's tougher than, he, he's tougher than his size. Uh, he can run. Right. Through contact, he runs good, not great, but he runs good. He's a good one-cut runner. And most importantly, where the Saints are concerned, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. And I really think that that's what they're he looking is. for because they, the, they have the ground and pound guy with Jamal Williams. Uh, and without Kamara, they really need a guy that can you know, play on second and third down and, and, and really be a threat out of the backfield. Sure. Yeah, that's a need. It is a need. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with Camaro, and uh, you know they don't have a whole lot after that, right, on the roster at at this time. They got David 
Johnson, who's been around the league and is decent, but they got to get a. They really have to get a, a young running back in this draft somewhere. Yep, agreed. All right. So as we look around Louisiana, any other players from other Louisiana schools that project in this draft that are worth a look? Uh, I don't see too much other than the the LSU and the Tulane guy. Uh, I've been looking at Southeastern and, mm-hmm. and some of the uh, raging Cajuns. I, I don't see anybody in, in, in any you know that's going to go anywhere high or in this draft. Most of them will be free agents, in my opinion. Yeah, and of course, undrafted free agents have played a large role in the New Orleans Saints' success. It's, amaz- it's yeah. amazing how many of these guys they've come up with over the years. Sure. Yeah, oh, they do their homework on that. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting with the way you know, the fact that uh, Terry Fontenot left and went to Atlanta because he was instrumental and in, in, he did a lot of work in the draft as well. And now he's gone after a lot of the Saints players. <laughs> you yeah. know, he went for a couple of defensive tackles already, but. Uh, <clears throat> So it's it's going to be an interesting day in uh, three days. And I think that uh, the big thing, I hope they don't, uh, if they do try to trade up, they don't have to give up a lot of their draft capital because it's it's uh, with the free agency and the, the, the money situation the Saints are in, they need to have a really good draft because they can pay a lot less for the young draft picks than some of these high price free agents. And uh, that's what they're looking to do. And uh, I think that uh, they do do their homework. They've had some good drafts, so let's hope they'll do it again. You have your latest mock draft at CrescentCitySports.com. As you rank these players at the top of the draft, one through five, who are your top five players for the people that haven't seen it, Al? Okay. Well, Bryce Young, I think he's still number one. Uh, it's crazy what's going to happen with Will Levitt. So he might be moving up. You know, it wasn't a day or so ago that Will Levis was out of the first round. Now I've seen one mock draft that's already put him as the first pick in the draft. So that's crazy. But I think Bryce Young will go first. I think C.J. Stroud will go second. Uh Will Anderson, who's defensive end from Alabama, is really a good player, and he's probably going to go three to the Cardinals. I think Anthony Richardson's another, uh, the quarterback from Florida, who's an outstanding athlete, very fast, very big, can run. Uh, He's got everything you're looking for size-wise and a quarterback. But the problem is he's an erratic passer at this time. He's really not that accurate. He'll throw a great pass, and then he'll throw a real clunker. But if he can uh, upgrade his passing accuracy, this guy could really be a, uh, a fine. And I don't see him playing the first year. But after that, uh, he's got all the intangibles you're looking for. And maybe the best player in the draft, Jalen Carter from Georgia, I have going to the Seahawks at number five. And he would have been maybe the, one of the top one or two players in this draft. But he had some off-the-field problems. 
uh, a car wreck and an injury and that sort of thing. He was drag racing and speeding. And so he's got some issues, but uh, I still think he's such a good player, one of the top players in this draft, that he'll slide a little bit, but I don't see him getting past the, the fifth round in this draft. I mean, the fifth pick in this draft. Final so thought. That's the top guys, right? Yes, there. there you go. Final thought from Al. Got a uh, got an email question here about tight ends, and are there any tight ends worth looking at in the first round? The Saints have Jawan Johnson. You know, they have Troutman for whatever that's worth. But uh, are there well, one or two tight ends in the first round that are worth looking at? That's a good question because it's a deep year for tight ends, and I think if you don't get one in the first round. I would not be surprised if they try to get one in round two or three. Uh, Michael Mayer is the top tight end, 6'4", 250 from Notre Dame. You have Musgrave, who I really like, 6'6", 250 from Oregon State. Uh, A a guy the Saints seem to like is from Georgia. Now Washington is gigantic tight end, 6'6", 265. He ran a 4'6'5". He could cause a lot of mismatches uh, with his size and with his speed. And he's got a high motor. He's very competitive. I I would not be surprised if the Saints try to jump on him uh, pretty quickly in round two or somewhere up in that that area because uh, I I know they like him, and he's going to be a real factor. Sam Laporte is another one. It's a deep year. He's from Iowa, 6'4", 250 been very productive he's a leader and a team captain so it's uh king cage another one from utah 6'4 242 uh if they don't get a tight end it's because they didn't really want one or think they needed one but i think they do and they have a lot to pick for from the tight end position somewhere in this draft they will take a tight end in my opinion he is al dupuy of course you can read his fine work at crescentcitysports.com we hope and trust that you will. NFL Draft begins tomorrow night. The fun begins and lasts over three days. Al, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for the time this evening, and we'll continue to read your work at CrescentCitySports.com. I enjoyed it, Ken. Nice talking to you. Thank you, Al. That's Al Dupuy of CrescentCitySports.com. And again, read his fine work on the website, including his latest mock draft. All right, we'll take a time out here, 504-260-1061, to join us. We'll talk NBA playoffs and more when we continue here on a Wednesday night with all access. Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and on the web at NashFM1061.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save.
Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-736-6158 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-736-6158. That's 800-736-6158. What do you have to lose? Call 800-736-6158. Again, 800-736. 6158. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Head to the House of Blues this Thursday night for the sweet sounds of the Allman Brothers Band with live music from Trouble No More. And catch great music all during Jazz Fest weeks at Cafe Istanbul, including the jamming Axel Tilt this Friday and Saturday nights. Heading to Jazz Fest? Then pick up the new Jazz Fest issue of Where at Magazine, complete with schedules, maps, and more at bars, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Or visit whereyat.com and read the new issue online. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Welcome back to the show here on this midweek edition of All Access. Ken Trahan with you. And, well, the NBA playoffs. It gets more interesting by the moment, doesn't it? Because we now have... A semifinal set in the Western Conference, Denver and Phoenix will square off in the Western Conference semifinals. That much we know at this point. So now we look ahead and we look back at what has transpired because what's to come is going to be very, very intriguing. First of all, let's look at what happened last night. How about the Atlanta Hawks? Going to Boston, trailing the whole night, trailing by double figures in the fourth quarter, and coming back to win 119 to 117. Trey Young shot the lights out when it mattered most. His range was unlimited, and they simply could not stop him. And he scored 38 points for Atlanta to extend that series. Three games to two now, the Celtics lead. And they have to go back to Atlanta to State Farm to try to win it there. If they get pushed to a seventh game, that's going to be very interesting. And the pressure will be on the Celtics. It already is. 
But the other thing that does is it really helps the 76ers. They rest more. Joel Embiid rests more and has a chance to get healthier, and that's extremely important for Philadelphia to have a shot moving forward. Meanwhile, the Denver Nuggets down Minnesota. 112 to 109 to win that series, four games to one. Jamal Murray had 35 points. He continues to be a star. And of course, that team has the ultimate star otherwise, and the two time reigning most valuable player in the league, Nikola Jokic. And he didn't shoot the ball well, but all he did was score 28 points with 17 rebounds and 12 assists. Yet another triple double for Jokic, who continues to be simply amazing. And now the Nuggets will get the Phoenix Suns in an intriguing semifinal matchup because Phoenix is obviously a team that a lot of people think can win it now with Kevin Durant there and playing very well. I picked him to win the West. We'll see. They fought off the Clippers 136-130 to to win that series four games to one. And Durant was good, but Devin Booker was extraordinary in that game. I mean... Devin Booker is top 10, if not a top 5 player in the league now. He had 47 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds, and was simply sensational. I mean, it was just an amazing performance by Booker in this game. And the Suns advanced to meet Denver, as I mentioned, in the semifinals. So we move forward to tonight, and there are four games scheduled this evening. The New York Knicks are at Cleveland. And the Knicks with a chance to wrap it up. They're up three games to one. And what's interesting about the Knicks is Julius Randle's not healthy and he's not played anywhere near his capability, but they're still playing very well. If they can win this thing, wrap it up, and try to get Randle a little bit of rest, look out for the Knicks. I said before the playoffs started, this was a dark horse team. With Barrett playing very well, with Josh Hart being a spark plug, Mitchell Robinson of Shalmet High doing his thing, and of course, aside from Brunson, R.J. Barrett has been good too. So you're talking about a Knicks team that plays defense, they're well coached by Tom Thibodeau, and I just like the way they're playing. And Cleveland looks a little bit overmatched based on what we've seen. They just can't score. They have to rely heavily on Donovan Mitchell. Hart and others have done a good job on him. So it's made it very difficult for the Cavaliers to be able to score to actually have a chance in this series. So the Knicks with a chance to wrap it up. They have to do so at Cleveland tonight, though. So we'll see if they're able to do that and move on. Meanwhile, the Los Angeles Lakers are at Memphis tonight. And the Lakers have a chance to win that series. They're up three games to one after that thrilling overtime win in game four. That was a swing game because coming back from 3-1 is nearly impossible against a good team. And this was the series going in that I looked at as, man, you know, lesser of evils. I don't like either one of these teams. I don't like the attitude that Memphis displays. And they were classless after the game the other night. Players wouldn't even speak, including Morant. The way they play on the court, the brashness and you know the physicality, which borders on, you know, on just being 
way over the line. Not a big fan. Talented team. But then again, they're playing the Lakers. And who can like the Lakers, right? As long as Anthony Davis is there doing his thing. LeBron James is transcendent. He's great. He's one of the all-time greats. He's certainly top three in the league in the history of the NBA. No doubt about that in my mind. He deserves all the accolades. But he does whine a lot. And he does get a lot of calls, doesn't he? And when he doesn't, he complains and they listen. But he's still incredible for his age. you got to give him an enormous amount of credit. How many times is Anthony Davis going to be on the ground writhing in pain and you think it's over with and then he gets up and plays? Interesting. You can say that he's toughing it out. You can also say that he's got a low tolerance level for pain. But far be it for me to talk about players on other teams that don't play games and that miss a lot of time, right? Been there and done that. That's the Clippers, by the way. Paul George out, and of course, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard won a championship with Toronto. Kawhi Leonard is as good a two-way player as you'll find in the league, but Kawhi Leonard doesn't play enough. It's that simple. And when you have a guy that just doesn't get on the court enough, much like in football when you can't get on the field enough, is he really that good? Is he really that valuable? And I think that's the issue that the Clippers have with Leonard. San Antonio had that problem with him. Went to Toronto, won a championship, and then, of course, with the Clippers, he's missed a ton of games and missing games that really matter most. Really cooked that team and knocked them out. Also tonight, the massive potential upset could be completed. Miami at Milwaukee, the number one seed Bucks are in dire straits, losing three games to one to the Heat, who no one gave a chance to win this series. And then when they lost Tyra Hero to a broken hand early in the series, even more so, people felt like Miami would get handled easily in this series. It's been nothing like that because Jimmy Butler just won't let it be like that. Coming off of an absolutely phenomenal performance in a Game 4 win where he simply wasn't going to let the Heat lose, he'll try to at least come close to replicating that at Milwaukee this evening. Giannis is playing... He's not 100%. Nobody is. The back's a problem. Milwaukee's up against the wall. you got to think they're going to win this game, but can they actually come back and win three games in a row? And even if they do, how much is that going to take out of them? I picked Milwaukee to win the East before it started. I certainly don't see that right now, the way they have played. And considering the situation that they find themselves in presently, Bucks just haven't been very good. Drew Holiday's done a good job. Rick Lopez has played pretty well. They haven't gotten much other than that out of other players with the exception of Giannis and to DeQuampo, who, again, missed a game and he's playing hurt. So that one's going to be interesting to watch. Maybe the most intriguing series of all, Golden State and Sacramento. And they're back at it tonight, game five of that series. That's the only series that we have going that's tied 2-2. Both teams have held serve at home. This one is at Sacramento. These have been close games. They have been spirited games. They have been physical games. They have been fiery games. And, of course, you had Draymond Green with his antics, and he was suspended for a game. He's come back. He came off the bench for them and played well. And, of course, Steph Curry's gone off and played extremely well. De'Aaron Fox just missed a game-winning shot in Game 4 that would have really changed the series, but now the Kings who don't have any playoff experience victories are going to have to find a way to get it done 
against the defending world champions. They've got a hold serve. Now they got home court advantage. So if they can win at home tonight, even if they lose game six, they've still got the home court advantage in game seven. So that becomes a situation where the Kings simply have to play well at home and get the job done there. Pulling for the Kings, of course. Seen enough of Golden State with all their championships. Not a fan of greens at all. Really like the way the Kings play. They're an exciting brand of basketball. They they run it, they gun it, they score it. They're fun to watch. And they're a smaller market team. So it's fun to watch a team like that have a level of success. And now we wait and see just what they are able to accomplish if they can pull it off tonight and go to San Francisco for Game 6. And then, of course, have to go home for Game 7 if necessary, to try to win it there. Not an easy task by any stretch, but the Kings certainly are capable of doing it. The Boston-Atlanta series will continue on Thursday night back at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. You cannot expect Trey Young to go off like that every night. Celtics still have the better team, obviously. But, as I mentioned, the deeper the series goes, the more pressure is placed on the Celtics to advance. And it's not going to be easy at all. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, that trio of stars, they simply have to perform to their level of ability to be able to get the deal done for the Celtics. So again, I picked Milwaukee and Phoenix before it started. Milwaukee pick is looking bad at this point. Phoenix pick is looking pretty good, although I'm not a big fan of the way they've defended. I'm not a big fan of their depth, but you knew their depth would be not as good once they made that deal for Durant, giving up as much as they gave up. You got to give something to get something, and that is what the Suns did to put themselves into this position that they find themselves in right now. 504-260-1061. We'll take a time out here. We'll be back with our final segment in just a moment. We'll touch on college baseball as we continue with all access for a Wednesday night. Ken Trahan, Rudy Dixon, our producer here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM, and we're on the web at nashfm1061.com. If something happened to you, what would happen to your family? Would they lose their home, their life savings? What about your kids' education? You need life insurance. Call Select Quote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on the term life insurance you need to protect your family. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Select Quote, you can get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right, get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. Call Select Quote at 1 800 212 1166. That's 1 800 212 1166. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant same day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1 800 212 1166. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, you've got an oil change coming up. Consider STP Conventional High Mileage to save on motor oil for your everyday vehicle. Right now, 
you can get five quarts with an STP oil filter for only $26.99. Do the complete job for the right price. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to cumulus.com and click on work here. That's cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at cumulus.com and equal opportunity employer. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at nashfm1061.com, and through crescentcitysports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show as we get set to close it out. What a win for Nichols at LSU last night in college baseball. Six to five. Second straight week, LSU has lost a midweek game. Does that mean they're not going to be number one in the nation anymore? It could mean that. Got away with it last week because they then swept Ole Miss. This weekend, they've got Alabama at home in SEC play. Alabama's nine and nine. Not a bad team. LSU's at home. Got to find a way to get that done. Double play ended it last night. Great catch on a little pop-up out there at a Beloso and bad base running. Killed LSU, and that was a pinch runner, too, with Merrifield for the Tigers. Tulane blew one, gave up three in the ninth, lost to Southern Miss 11-10. UNO, big win at South Alabama, 6-5. They held off a late rally by 
the Jaguars to get it done. The big weekend series otherwise, Delgado hosting number one LSU Eunice. Number 13, Delgado, Division I Junior College. Number one, LSU Eunice in Division II Junior College. Doubleheader Saturday at 3, single game Sunday at 1. You can watch them live at DelgadoAthletics.com. I'll have the call, and if you get a chance to get out to Kirsch Rooney, you should, because that's going to be a fantastic series between two great programs. That's going to do it for us tonight. We want to thank 